Yeah, absolutely. Well, the economics um, have been declining with nuclear power and the price of uranium since the um, pretty much since the Fukushima accident. Um, we've seen a huge decline in um, in the price of uranium. Um, so that which then you know which makes nuclear power, of course, um, really expensive, but also um, from a uranium mining purpose. It makes it unviable and uneconomic. Um, the article that you're referring to from Jim Green is a really good article, um, and he he writes really well in terms of the decline. What we're seeing worldwide is um, we are seeing a lot of nuclear power plants being decommissioned um, and more emphasis put on renewable energies and nuclear power not being the answer to the climate change debate that is going on um, and we're seeing that worldwide the decline in the industry is is huge at yep. the moment um, and that and that largely has got to do with that price of uranium we are seeing people purse-based companies particularly Paladin Energy going into administration this year um, who have a uh, the Kalakilia uranium mine in Africa in Malawi that's uh, that's been under care and maintenance for a while, and um, we're ha- we're seeing Cameco um, shut down uranium mines um, worldwide. So we're seeing mines shutting down. We're seeing power plants being decommissioned. We're seeing um, an industry collapsing because of Fukushima. Not only Fukushima, people are realising that this is a dangerous industry, that it's it's, it's, it's an expensive industry because there's so much government um, subsidies. From right from uranium mining through to nuclear power. There's a really big push at the moment um, in Europe um, at COP23 um, that climate uh, nuclear power is not the answer to climate change. Um, don't nuke. The climate is a massive movement in Europe, um, particularly through the uh, the the bond at bond the cop 23 so yeah with all that in mind what's <laughs> with this crazy bunnet government giving uh you know giving this conditional approval approval to these uh, uranium mines on our back door and i guess you know like i'm kind of interested in is there something kind of a bit smelly there in terms of um you know, is, is is it kind of is it possibly just even a bit of lip service to some of the vested interests? You know, like is I'm just looking at you know the the checklist of of things that that needs to get done, and it seems like a a really strange thing that they've done. And is there any logic to it you can see? No, <laughs> um, no, there's not a lot of, not a lot of logic um, behind the um, you know WA Labor um, approving. Um, the four uranium proposals, or they inherited from the former former government in March 2017, um, but they did have an opportunity to um, certainly not go ahead with the four mines and 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 push their policy, which was no uranium mining in Western Australia. So really, were really surprised at that outcome. However, um, that that's what they've inherited and that's what they've decided. We've got to work with that. Um, and of course, we have concerns about the integrity and the credibility um, of these process, processes, um, given that they were fast-tracked by the former state administration um, in order to facilitate the uranium industry. We can't fathom it, particularly at the price of um, uranium ore being at 20, 
20 pounds, um, $20 a pound, 20 US dollars a pound, when we know that the companies that are trying to um, get up and running for uranium mine in Western Australia, they have to be at least 50 to 70 pounds um, US dollars um, a pound to even break even. So really surprised at that outcome. However, we are working with WA Labor um, and we've just released a report thanks to um, the fabulous Mia Pepper that was in this position before me and Dave Sweeney and, and Piers Vestigian raising the standards. We've, we've put in a, you know, assessing and regulating uranium in WA. Where do we go from here? They're not going to reverse the decision. Where do we work with within Labor? Um, but also not within Labor, within the public that are concerned with stopping and creating a nuclear-free WA. Where do we go to with that decision? Um, so our, our um, I guess our campaigning is definitely within the uh, within the public, but also supporting the traditional out uh, traditional owners that are out there on country that have been really uh, devastated by the outcome, and working with them about keeping it in the ground um, and and trying to get their stories heard here in the cities when they live thousands of kilometres away when these decisions are being made that they still are connected to that country they have a connection to it um, they always will have a connection to it. There's a whole range of different avenues and um, places that we're looking and exploring it, um, exposing uh, why we wouldn't want. And, of course, one of them is the price at the moment, the uneconomical um, uh, price at the moment for companies to mine uranium. So It's uh, a big mess. There's a lot happening in the campaign at the moment, constantly (laughs) constantly inspiring uh, the work of our nuclear-free campaigners here in this part of the world and around Australia. But tell us about the um, the upcoming court case. Um, you mentioned their traditional, uh, their traditional owners that have been so much a part of this, uh, well, it's just totally integral, fun- fundamental to the campaigning over the years. Sure. Um, yeah, which um, for us this is a new, you know, in the nuclear... Um, Free campaign, taking it to the courts is another um, avenue for us to to reach out. And when governments ignore the laws that are there to protect nature and wildlife, it's up to communities um, to stand up and hold them to account. So that's exactly what we're doing with this court case that will be held this Thursday. Uh, the hearing starts this Thursday, the 16th of November. And really what it is is, um, to, in a nutshell, because I can't talk too much about yeah. the specifics, um, but in a nutshell, um, it's basically CCWA and three dual native title holder women, um, Arnie Shirley Wanyabong, Lizzie Wanyabong and Vicky Abdullah, dual native title holders that are taking um, the state government um, to court as well as uh, Cameco who own the mine out at Yaliri. And they're a Canadian-based uranium company. And basically... This is what Labor has inherited from the Barnett government. Um, you know, we saw it with the Billier wetlands, the Barnett government made terrible decisions um, with implications for the environment and the communities across the state just days before the state election. This is what happened with the uranium mining process as well. They, um, they fast-tracked and they weakened the, the approvals and the assessment processes. Um, and so ignoring appeals from traditional owners and thousands of community submissions, the EPA, the Environmental Protection Authority, had had said no to the Ulyri Uranium Project based on 
that it would cause the extinction of multiple species being subterranean species that live in that area and only in that area because of the terrain and because of the underground environment. And then Environment Minister Albert Jacob, um, he overturned the Environmental Protection Authority's decision to say no to uranium. Albert Jacob knowingly this project would cause the extinction of species, subterranean species, overruled the EPA and said, no, Ulyri will go ahead. So what we have at the moment is a um, our, our environment laws that are there to protect us, a, a body, a um, an independent body uh, that are protecting our, that are there to, to protect our environment and wildlife being overturned and being weakened. So we want we're taking this court case is all about upholding the environment environmental laws and to stop Ulyri project from happening predominantly you know upholding um the environmental laws because it would mean if we don't win the case it would mean that any minister can approve a project whether it's uranium mining whether it's forest whether it's fracking whether it's all the campaigns that we're running ministers can then overturn what the EPA is saying um, and and cause the extinction of um, flora and fauna. It's a dangerous, very dangerous precedent that we would set if we do lose this court case. And so I think it's a massive shout-out to the three dual women who have been staunch and strong and proud um, to take it to court. Not only take it to court, but they're, you know, taking the state to court. They're taking a huge uranium company that is also going down. They've pulled out of a uranium mine just this last week. Um, and they've also written off their other mine, Kintyre, zero value last year. So a huge, big undertaking by the three dual women and CCWA to take it to court, um, which will be represented by the Environmental Defenders Office of WA. So... Um, the decision made under the previous government ignores important principles in WA's environmental protection laws and it sets a, da- a dangerous precedent for the environment, wildlife and communities across the state. Um, so, yeah, big one, big, big court case coming up on Thursday. Uh, you know, there's so much other stuff that we could talk to you about. Um, this <laughs> legendary Marcus Atkinson is uh, a fellow campaigner, is abroad at the moment, participating in mm. some international stuff. There's the walk recently. There's the mm. ICANN uh, uh, victory, oh. which uh, I'd love yep. to chat to you about at some time. But I think we're yep. going to have to leave it there and um, get back, have you back very soon. Absolutely. Um, Can I just plug yeah, um, our please. Friday protest? Please yeah, do, just Vimy, yep. yep, Vimy Resource has their um, AGM on Friday, this Friday the 17th, that we're protesting out the front please come along. Everyone's welcome. It's an old-fashioned protest, so bring your banners, bring your placards to tell Vimy that we don't want to mine uranium at Mulga Rock, and that's at 10 o'clock at 99 Adelaide Terrace in Perth out the front of the Hyatt Hotel. Beautiful. And there's still the, the fundraiser, the, the um, crowdfund for the the court? Yeah, the Ulyri Court case. There's the, if you Google chuff.org um, and you put in search Ulyri Court case, uh, it'll come up where you can donate, and every bit helps. So chuck in whatever you can afford to, um, you know, crank it out to fifty thousand before the court case. Beautiful. Thanks so much Good for joining you. us. Uh, stepping into some huge shoes of uh, Mia Peppers. There, it's great to have you, and yeah, we'll chat again soon.
Great. Thanks, Corinne. Thanks for the opportunity.